Hello, and welcome to Memory Spelunking with Ryan Cuddyhe. This is the live-casted podcast where I, Ryan Cuddyhe, have guests call in, share a memory of theirs, and then we try to re-experience that memory using just our imaginations. That's the basic premise of the show. It tends to get a little crazier than that, but I don't want to pile it all on right at the beginning. This is a uh, call-in show, like I've already mentioned, so if the guest is in the room, I'd like them to go ahead and uh, just pop on into the call button. That wasn't a perfect sentence, but it got the point across. Hello? Is uh, anyone there? Hello. Hey, Sam. Yes, this is me. Uh, Just a second, I'm putting my headphones on. You're doing great so far. I I can hear you, so... Good to meet you. <laughs> I don't know if we've yeah, ever talked face to face, so this is close enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Sam Miller. I'm a a husband and a dad, and I'm a comedian from Olympia, Washington. Awesome. All good and things. That's, that's about it. Yeah, you don't need more than that. That sounds like a full plate. <laughs> no, I don't like I don't like I don't like that at all. But that's what I'm that's what I do. So. Okay, <laughs> I'm so sick of my kids right now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, well, let's right. let's maybe find a little escape in your mind. Uh, oh, cool. So, would you like to memory splunk today? Yeah, let's go for it. Sounds great. So, let's go over the rules of memory splunking. We got rule number one is keep an open mind. In this context, in the memory spelunking context, an open mind means that you're going to be exploring a memory and I'm going to be changing things. And you just sort of accept the new memory as it happens. That doesn't mean you can't okay. react to it. You can't be like, oh, that's crazy. Or uh, that's that's too big of a giraffe. Something like that. You can say things like that, but you do accept that the new thing has happened. You never say that doesn't happen. Okay. So that's rule number one. Rule number two is no traumatic memories. We're trying to keep it sort of a fun, light time. We don't want anything that will be upsetting to you or the listening audience. Uh, An addendum to that rule okay. is you also don't want to pick your favorite memory. Because uh, we, we, we kind of change things here at Memory Spelunking, and we wouldn't want to ruin something important to you. Uh, the example I always use okay. is you wouldn't want to, uh, t- take the memory of giving birth to your first child and he comes out and he's like a full football player. He's like, he's like 25 football gear and everything. And that, that would just ruin that memory. Gotcha. All right. And rule number three is you got to have a code word. So what that means is you have a word or phrase that once you, feel the memory has reached its natural conclusion or you want it to stop for whatever reason, you just say that word and you're out. So would you like to pick a code word right now? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's do, uh, uh, let's do magnet fishing is the code word. Magnet fishing. All right. Okay. I, yeah. That doesn't come up in my day to day life very much. So that works for me. Uh, cool. So if you have a memory that you've picked out for spelunking, I would ask you to give me a one to two sentence description of it. You, you still you still there, Sam? Oh, he might not still be there. Man, we were right, we were getting to the meat of it, too. Sam, if you still hear me, just hang up the call. If you can't call back in and we'll see if we uh, we can get it going again. Wow, this was this was at, at the juiciest part, too. <laughs> I consider as a memory spelunker, I consider the me- the description of the memory to be the juiciest part. Uh, everything else is a little dry compared to the memory itself. Um, I'm still not seeing Sam. So yeah, we got to base this episode up with the, uh, with a description of the memory. Huh? I'm not sure what happened. Hmm. Well, how do you fill time 
<laughs> Does anyone know? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm 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 not seeing Sam in the room anymore. Just Ariel says, just talk about your day. Well, my day so far has just been um I've been just I slept. I've slept. I woke up and then I ate a burrito. And then I went right back to sleep. And that's why there wasn't a how it could have gone today. Because <laughs> I was napping hard. But I woke up for this. Because I wanted to get that juicy, juicy memory. Um, AIM says group spelunk. I mean, I, would re I did uh, ha kind of put this hour out just for Sam. If I'm not seeing him... I actually will probably just close it back down and see if I can figure out what happened and open back up in maybe a minute or two. Because, oh, 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 hey, we're getting a call again. Hello. Hey, Hello. how are you? I'm good. I don't know what happened. My internet shut down for a minute because uh, maybe it got... All it's all pandemic -y. I don't know what's going on anymore. That's fair. That's a very fair statement. Uh, yeah, no, but you're, you're back. You sound crystal clear. Would you like to give a one to two sentence description of your memory? Um, I worked for the Forest Service uh, in 2008. Not 2008, in 2006. Uh, and I was in Wyoming. And I saw a really, really big forest fire uh, that burnt, like, really fast and really crazy. And nobody got hurt, but it was still, like, one of the more intense things I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm a little scared already. <laughs> but that's a good thing. I like going into these a little scared. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, so let's, let's just jump right in. Uh, if you're in a place where you feel comfortable and safe to close your eyes, I ask you to please do so. And just keep them closed as long as you're comfortable. You don't have to just be like taping them okay. shut or nothing. And I'm going to ask okay. you to sort of picture yourself falling back into your own mind. You're sort of falling through like nothing and, and then going into your own head. You're doing a flip. You're doing a flip. You're doing a flip. And you're just falling through almost like a tunnel of memories. There's memories all around you. They're out of focus. They're blurry, except this one forest fire memory. You get closer and closer until you're falling into that memory. You're falling into your previous body. You are becoming that person again. You are forgetting about your future and fully existing in this moment. And I would like you to open your eyes within the memory and tell me exactly what you see. Uh, we're driving down a road. Uh, I'm in the back of a, like a six pack, like a, like a pickup truck with uh, six seats in it. Uh, we're on our way. Like we can see the, the column of smoke in the distance, but, uh, kind of through it's, it's mostly, it's like these rolling hills and on top of the hills and on one side of the hills, there's like timber. But there is like mountains in the distance, and that's where like the column of smoke is rising. And you're headed that way. Um, yeah, yeah. Any particular reason you're going towards the smoke? Yeah, because we're wildland firefighters. Uh, that's what we do. Like you gotta go. That makes fire. sense. Personally, I I see column of smoke. I'm headed the other direction, but that's why that I guess that's what yeah, separates yeah. the the civilians from the firefighters. Well, the thing about wildland firefighting that people don't realize is it, it's mostly just monumentally boring and just really hard work. And most people that die doing it, they just fall asleep while they're driving and crash their cars. Like that's what kills the most. Wildland firefighters. Wow. So, yeah, that's a lot more boring than content. I thought. I don't know how much content. So are you feeling pretty yeah, bored? I don't know right how now? much content. You're, you're in the you're in the truck, you're headed towards the pillar. Are you feeling bored or are you feeling good? No, I wasn't bored for this because like that column of smoke was like particularly violent, I guess would be a good word 
good good way to put it. Like it was, I've seen a lot of smoke columns. I've seen smoke kind of lay down in valleys. I've seen some pretty big columns going up. But this column was strange because it wasn't the biggest column I had ever seen. But like just the the level of heat that was coming off this fire and like it was like the smoke was rising into the sky like so fast. Like you could just tell that whatever was, you know, whatever fire was making it was was burning like very, very well. And uh, and yeah, and, and it was one of those things where we didn't we were trying to figure out like how many other firefighters were there already and uh, what they were going to want us to do when we got there. Okay. Because when they're really like, when the fires are really crazy like that, sometimes you can't really like fight them. You just have to like try to like protect houses or whatever and stuff yeah. like that. But there wasn't a lot of houses. That wasn't like a big thing on this fire. If I remember yeah. You say, sometimes you just have to admit like fire big, like you can't, we can only do so much yeah. with a pickup truck, right? Yeah. Well, we have stuff. We have like chainsaws and tools and, uh, there's also like uh, another truck that has water. Oh, on that's it, but good. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, we had an engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't just some people in a pickup okay. truck driving to a fire with nothing. You're you're on your way there, <laughs> and uh, I I am on the side of the road, and I'm hitchhiking. I got my thumb up. Would, do you think you guys would stop for a hitchhiker? Hell no. no? Fuck. <laughs> no, we 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 only we don't even have room for you in the truck, my dude. <laughs> It's not personal, you know. Uh, and also, like, you can't, you don't have any training. We'd be like, we're not going, like, unless you're in, <laughs> if you had a sign that said, like, giant fucking fire or something, you know, like. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, like, where are you Okay, going? you just blow past me then. <laughs> you just blow right past me. Yeah, And yeah, yeah. I am, I'm just, I'm running yeah, after yeah. the car, uh, uh, after the truck. I don't know if you see me. Uh, if you're facing okay. forward, but yeah, I'm just running after the truck. Come on, like, hey! No, we saw you. We saw you. Yeah, we're talking shit in <laughs> no. the truck for sure. <laughs> we're like, where's this guy going in Wyoming? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's he's a goner. <laughs> okay, I I sort of fade into the uh, into the rear view mirror, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not able to keep up with a truck. I'm not a superhuman. So uh, you you just continue on. You're yeah. getting closer. How's how's the pillar of smoke doing? Man, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and faster and faster. And we're listening to radios, and we hear that they're they're like they're using air resources. So there's like uh, tanker planes and helicopters that are like being mobilized, and they're trying to figure out like where they should use that. Like what part of the fire is like are we able to like, uh, like put out or like slow down? It's all strategy. At yeah. This point. And so you're just, they're trying to coordinate, like where do we need the pickup with the chainsaws and, and what your yeah, role in yeah. this is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird too, because we're also kind of listening like big picture, uh, stuff too, not just like what we're going to do, but also generally like what's going on. And also we're nervous because like, we want like a cool assignment. Like we don't want like a assignment. Like you can get, you can kind of get put like as a lookout somewhere or like some structure protection stuff is really boring, but like, we want to go like see this fire. So you're so but also like, it's you're really scary. nervous because you might not get close enough to the fire. That's an interesting perspective. Different from mine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I bet that most people, if they kind of like, even people that aren't kind of nuts, like it's really, forest fires are really cool. Uh, it just sucks that, that people die. Yeah. But like as a whole, like, I mean, fire is pretty neat. And then like a fire that big is just that much neat. I mean, that's that's a great perspective from uh someone who's fought fires before like uh a respect that i yeah when i think of fire i i'm more on the frankenstein side of the spectrum just like fire bad but like fire interesting too yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah that's cool you never played with fire when you were a kid very scared child uh i i i would no, i would be wow. i would always be with the, the dogs on fourth of july just hiding 
<laughs> yeah, I was a, I was a firebug man. I was all cool. about it. I'm lucky I didn't burn my house. I'm very lucky. I'm keeping my fingers crossed still. Uh, let's let's get to that fire. How, what's your assignment here? Um, I don't re- like. I don't remember exactly. I think we did uh, some indirect line stuff. Which means that, like, we're kind of close to the fire and, like, we're digging fire line, basically. And I think we were trying to connect, like, a road because, like, there's natural fire breaks that can stop fires, uh, like roads. And I was a sawyer, so I I used a chainsaw most of the time. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll cut down trees along the sides of roads and try to make, and try to make an area, like, something that'll stop the fire, basically. And what's cool is what you do is you like you cut down trees and like dig line if you have to and make sure there's like no vegetation that can burn on that area. And then you actually light uh you called back burning or whatever. So then you light you light the you light a you light it on fire back towards the fire. It's not a backfire which people like are kind of obsessed about, but like we it rare like people rarely do that where you like light a fire to fight the fire, but you do burn stuff back against the fire. And usually you're burning against the wind and sometimes against the slope. So the fire is not that active. Yeah, pe- like, people uh, are so wind obsessed and, wind with and- backfires. I just like, like let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, people that like, if you look into, it's really cool how they work. Where basically, like, you light a fire to fight the fire. It's literally like fighting fire with fire. And, like, the fire you light runs into the fire that's burning. And they kind of, like, uh, they, they use up too much oxygen and it stops. Yeah, it. and you're so you're just, like, nearby cheering on the fire you want to win. And just booing the other fire. It, like, are so are you within range? Can you see at this point the fire? And, and if you can, describe it to me. I, I want to, I'm interested now. I like fire now. It's kind of it's kind of weird because like we're at this point like we're so close like the column in the distance is actually a lot more impressive like when you're next to it you're like in smoke and the smoke gets thicker or less thick and it's like the smoke that's hanging close to the edge of the fire like you you can you can tell there's a column above you uh and sometimes I do you remember when there was all the fires like you live in Portland, right? No, I'm up in Washington, but we also had some fires over here and the smoke yeah. was just hot, like hangs in the air. Yeah, that's what it's like. Uh, maybe even a little bit more where the sun's like red and weird and like, um, but yeah, at a certain point you can't really tell. Wow. Like what is uh, like, you can't see the column going up. There's been a few times where I've been on, like, uh, the backside of a fire, like, with the wind on my back, sort of, and can see, like, a column kind of up close. Uh, But, yeah, it's kind of – it's a weird – it's almost – it's like being in a cloud, you know? It's it's hard to tell, like, what's what and where – but what's cool is that the only thing I'm thinking about is I'm a sawyer – so I'm just cutting trees within like 10 or 15 feet of this road. Wow. So I'm just falling trees is what I'm doing. And little trees, big trees, mostly little stuff. I'm cutting brush too, which is a pain in the ass. I'm stopping every, every, when you cut a bunch of brush, your chainsaw gets dull really quick because the brush like picks up little rocks and crap. And so I got to stop all the time and sharpen my saw. And I, you know what I mean is like, it's weird because i i'm thinking about like big picture like what's going on with this fire i'm thinking about what my crew is doing but mainly i'm just focused on like me and the other sawyers and watching who's around me so i don't like make a tree fall that's a really good goal and i gotta really compliment your memory choice on this because as a memory spelunkist i always look for uh, a memory with a big weird red sun so that's just fantastic for me the visual there is just personally one of my favorites so i show up 
Uh, I'm out of yeah. breath and I'm actually coughing a little because of smoke because uh, I don't I don't like smoke. Uh, and I so I'm behind <laughs> you and I'm like, hey, and I kind of I probably startled you. you. You weren't expecting somebody to come up behind you. Uh, and I'm out uh, again. I'm out of breath because I, I ran all the way here because no one would pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. So my immediate emotion is anger. Uh-oh. Uh Because I'm turning around. I'm sweating. It's hot. I'm drinking warm water, which sucks because you can't keep water cold. So I'm drinking warm water out of a camelback. I got a chainsaw in my hand that's still probably running. I'm probably like maybe I'm midway through cutting down like a larger tree and I got wedges in it. And I'm like thinking about that immediately I'm on my radio and I'm talking to like the crew, the crew leader. And I'm like, dude, you're not going to believe this. That guy is here. <laughs> the guy we passed is here. I'm, I'm already I don't that know guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, that guy is here on the line. I, and he's, he's wearing regular clothes. Uh, we got to do something. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also, I'm probably yelling at you. And, and honestly, there's some guys on my crew that are even more aggro, yeah. right? Like, and they're probably like flipping out. And some of them are idiots. Oh, shit. We and got so, like, angry idiots. You're probably like, and they're holding, and they're holding shovels and, and, and hose and, and Pulaski's. Have you ever seen a Pulaski No before? idea what that is. It's like an axe with a hoe on one end, like a like a digging hoe. It's like a famous firefighting tool. And they're probably holding them then like towards you and everybody's really mad. Oh man. Like we're all, we're still mad at you for doing this and coming out here. And and it's uh yeah, we're upset that you would do this because you're actually like without realizing it, you've put us in a position now where we have to stop doing what we're doing. And it could possibly mean that we lose control of this fire. If only I brought cold like, water. There's a lot of stake I could really cool things down. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have known everyone was only drinking warm water, I could. Uh, but yeah, so everybody's yelling at me. Is do I, do I even have a chance to explain myself? I mean, you could try. I mean, like at this point, you're you're just the thing that's in the way. Like, like. You're a person who's dumb and is now like on a fire line with no training. <laughs> a little bit of an assumption there, but I won't say you're wrong. <laughs> well, I'm see the idea that you see us passing you and uh, in the trucks and somehow now you've because I think we're probably we're probably a mile and a half, two miles off a road, too. And even you finding us was probably tricky. I guess you probably could have heard the saws. And, like, we're not super close. I mean, we're probably probably a half mile from the fire itself. But, like, as you've gotten closer, you would have, like, the smoke would have gotten thicker. And you're not just hearing chainsaws. You're hearing yelling and shit. You're also seeing a lot of helicopters and tankers and shit that are, like, dropping retardant and water and – uh yeah, you you might have even passed some other folks, like some some overhead folks or something like that. Like the idea that you did all this and now you're and now you're here with us is, is troubling. Yeah, yeah, and it's you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Like even if we're like, here's the thing: is like all these guys, you might think they're gonna kick your ass, but they're not. Like they're not gonna risk catching. Like that would be a whole clusterfuck if one of them hurt you, you know. But we want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the feel I get with all the pointing of the poles. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not pull Pulaski's, Pulaski's. They're axes, basically. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like axes with another sharp thing on the other side. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna explain myself, and I'm like, everybody, calm down. I'm here <laughs> to help. What can I do? <laughs> Uh, at this point, we're just like, dude, you fucked up. Like legally, <laughs> legally, I fucked up. You're not allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed to be here. And at this point, we're probably like, oh, this guy's just like, 
maybe we'd calm down a little bit and be like, oh, this guy just doesn't understand. We'd be like, listen, man, we're like, this is, we all have certifications and whatnot. Uh, you need to go back the way you came. And we would see the tricky part is whether we would, we'd have to make a decision then whether we're going to send people back with you or we're just going to tell you to split. Uh, because if we send people back with you, we'd have to send two and one of them would have to have a radio. So we'd have to send like a squad leader back with you and you can't go out alone and, unless it's under certain uh, it depends on if there's lookouts and if somebody's keeping an eye on the fire where, or not. Where are you, you know? in that decision? Uh, are you thinking send them back by himself or like someone needs to go with? I would just have you go back yourself because at that point, like I think the, where we were at, it was clear that there was, there was some road and some, and some safe space behind you. Uh, and if you just went back the way you came, you would probably be okay. Uh, we would, yeah, I'd, I'd probably be all right with sending you back, but it depends on who I had a lot of different crew leaders and some of them were, were, were kind of stupid. Some of them were angry. Some of them were great. Uh, good range. If I had like a good crew leader, you'd probably, you'd probably go, but honestly, like there's some dudes that are just stupid and they might, you know, and some of them are weird because it's like they don't really want to fight fire. It's like they get like uh, they get like gun shy with it, and so they might use you as an excuse to like get us off the fire. Or something. So what you have today so, is think back the stupidest, most gun shy, firefighting, hatingest firefighter leader that you remember is is on the is on the fire today. So what do you think they're gonna make oh the call? God. They're going to flip out. They're going to be like, we got to go. And <laughs> just entirely flip out. This guy was a real idiot. Yeah, this guy was a real idiot. This crew boss was one of the dumbest firefighters I've ever worked with. And I'm pretty sure he won't hear this. But he uh, he was in a repel group, which is kind of like there's like smoke jumpers, which are like the best of the best or whatever. But there's guys that repel out of helicopters and they're like really badass, too. Like I never did that, uh, but he was going to repel out of a helicopter one time and he forgot to hook up to the rope. What? And so he just fell out of the helicopter, <laughs> like not on a rope. <laughs> and he landed in like a bunch of like sticks and shit. He hurt himself really bad. He almost died. Oh, but oh, then no. he was like on our crew. Yeah, he was on our crew. And every time he asked me to do anything, I'd just be like, didn't you fall out of a fucking helicopter? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't listen to this guy. <laughs> like, I, I don't trust him with my life. But, yeah, he was he was really dumb. And uh, he would have been like, uh, yeah, he would be like, uh, let's all, let's, you know, we got to go. I can't believe this guy's here. We got to make sure he stays safe. But even him, he, he probably would have sent you back with a squad boss. And some probably some rookie dude that we didn't really want around anyway. So like some one of the so there's like it's like a twenty person crew. Uh you would have gone back with a squad boss and and another and probably like a rookie, probably some college well, kid. Well hold or on, I don't want to just hang out not with really the rookie. Here. So I, I can I can show you I belong here. And I quickly, as quickly as I can, people have put down their tools a bit, the ones that aren't still like at me. I grabbed three chainsaws. Yeah. Whoa. So I got three chainsaws <laughs> and I'm backing up and I'm like, I can prove it. We can fight this fire together. You just got to give me a chance. And I start juggling them. Whoa. That would have been really cool. <laughs> so I'm juggling. I'm, ju I'm juggling them. That we, we, we got a good rhythm. You can tell I am nervous. You can tell that I am on the razor's edge right now. And uh, the the chainsaws are now on. I was able to start them as, as I was flipping them around. <laughs> How you feel? Uh, we would, I, I mean, we would have been like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, you, you got to go, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, uh, like, it is... It's like a, it's like a, it's like a legal thing, you know. 
Uh, and also, we'd probably be pissed at you that you had our chainsaws. You know, like, give us back our chainsaws. Yeah, and like, in a minute, you just... Man. And it would have been impressive that you got them in the first place, because I guarantee you, you would not be able to get Daryl's chainsaw from him. Like, I don't know who you are physically, but the fact that you, were, you said you hid with the dogs during the 4th of July... <laughs> meant that you would have a hard time in combat with Come Derek. on, I, I, I roll with the dog. This is like, that's a tough guy thing. <laughs> yeah. But they, there's a chance. So to your point, when we asked you to leave, I might have been, like, I was the squad boss, so I might have been the guy who walked you out or whatever. But, yeah, you would have had to go. Okay. Man. And if you honestly, like, if you, like, if you refused to leave or like we're, we're fucking around. Like it could have gone sideways really quick. You know, that's the way I would remember it. Okay. So, so it does seem like I'm kind of, what does it mean to go sideways? Cause I, instead of coming with you, which I've been informed to do, I'm still, uh, struggling to keep these chainsaws going and I'm marching back towards the fire. You're headed towards the fire, juggling three Yeah, chainsaws. I'm going to take this out myself if you guys won't give me a chance as part of the crew, is what I'm saying. Somebody probably would have thrown a rock or a log oh, at you no. or something. We would have just been done. Yeah, yeah. You would have just, we just, at this point, like, it would become, like, a violent, nasty thing. That's what I mean by sideways. Shit. It's like, we're already, like, we're already on edge. We're probably, we're probably, I think at this point, we were probably, like, because the other thing is we got moved from one fire to this oh, fire. We're on a two-week assignment where most days we're working like 14, 15 hours a day and uh, like 14 days straight just doing that over and over again. And and the fire before, the only thing that was burning was cow poop. And we were just going along this fire that had already burned and we're doing a thing called mop-up where, where all you're doing is like making sure there's no embers burning. And the only thing that was embers that were burning was cow poop so we're just going around and mixing cow poop with dirt until it goes out and it's horrible and it's just days and days and drinking hot water and putting out cow poop and now that we get to be on this really cool fire uh and we're like doing the stuff that we're trained to do and like honestly probably enjoying ourselves and doing it and feeling kind of like badasses and then like this amazing guy who can juggle chainsaws is uh it's really upsetting, you know, and we're, we already have like a lot of pen. You know what I mean? Like we got a lot of pen. Yeah, you, you've you've already and, dealt uh, with a lot of bullshit before I roll into town. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the tolerance for what I'm up also, to is low. What's weird about this? What's weird about this, too, is because like the chainsaws that people juggle are usually like really small, like home light chainsaws. And these are like professional, like steel, like 66s, like big chainsaws with really long bars on them. And so like while you were doing this, like and you being like just a regular person, like for somebody to juggle those chainsaws, they'd have to have like a little bit of magic. Yeah. You know, uh, which so, is I I think that you know, which is why I thought it proved I was good to fight this fire, you know, show off that little bit of magic. But uh, I got a I, I got a rock to the back <laughs> yeah. of the head is what I got. So I fall. The chainsaws go flying forward. <laughs> One uh, hits a uh, hits a tree yeah. nearby and is stuck in it, still on. So it's just like going through that tree. The other two are sort of running across the ground still kind of wildly pe- propelling themselves forward and I'm holding the back of my head going ow yeah <laughs> that'd be uh, that'd be wild <laughs> <laughs> like I would wonder I'm like man what's wrong with those chainsaws yeah. uh why are the why are the throttles stuck open and, uh, well, it's part of the trick. Yeah, it just, it's part of the trick to juggle stra- chainsaws. Yeah, you yeah. got to do a little magic on that throttle. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At this point, I mean, I'd feel bad. Like, I mean, we're we're like we might be mad, and maybe we we hit you with a rock, but we're still like compassionate people, and so we'd probably want to like. 
I'd want to help you, you know, because at this point, too, I'd be like, man, this guy's having like some pretty bad like mental health stuff going on, you know, because the other thing that's interesting is during this time of my life, too, I was like, I got sober in 2008 and I was a really good firefighter as long as I was like fighting fire. But like I was also like this crazy drunk dude who did other drugs, too, all the time, but mostly drinking, you know. And so at this point, I'd be, I'd probably feel bad for you. I'd be like, man, this guy's fucking nuts, man. It sucks he's out here and going through this, you know. Like, uh, I'd probably try to help you, man. I'd probably, I'd walk, I'd, for, I'd turn off the chainsaws or catch them, even though I, for the life of me, would not be able to figure out how a chainsaw would run across the ground. <laughs> it's, like, it's not going, it's not like, going fast, <laughs> but yeah, you're, it's, it's probably like a fast turtle speed crawling across the ground. <laughs> and yeah, you're able, you're able to catch uh, it and you can try to mess with the yeah, throttle. I would, I would, I would come over, I'd look at, you know, obviously you're talking, so you're not unconscious. I would look at the back of your head and I'd see like what that wound looked like. Or okay, whatever. so you know, I got some first aid. What it stuff. looks like is yeah. sort of a uh, uh, like a X of a split, like a and in the middle of the X, there's a little red wound and an eye. Whoa! There's like another like. How much of the eye can I see? Uh, it's kind of, it's like just a, it's just peeking through a little bit. But I can definitely tell. You it's see an, an eye. iris in a pupil, but no whites of the eye, really. Is the eye moving around? Yeah. Is it like, does it look like it's looking? Yeah, it's following movement. Yeah. I definitely call over Daryl <laughs> and because me and Daryl were really good friends. And we always, like, we always did weird stuff. And he was funny, dude, because he was, like, uh, he was kind of like a redneck hick guy, but, like, super open-minded. Like, he was, like, my favorite kind of rednecks, the ones that don't really care what other people do. Like, he wasn't, like, all stupid about, like, politics stuff or anything. He just he just didn't really give a shit. He just wanted to drink beer and fight fire and, and see weird shit. And I definitely showed Daryl. So I'd just be like, Daryl! Dude, this dude's got an eye on the back of his head. Look at this shit. And then Daryl would come over, and I'm, and he'd flip out. He'd be, yeah. I'm imagining at least a a similar to you, like whoa. Uh, And then the the back of my head blinks, and I'm like, is it okay back there? Because like, am I all right? Yeah, you know, I'd I'd probably you know I'd. Like, oh, yeah, everything's fine, man. Just like, uh, just hold on. We're going to we're going to help you out here. And then I'd probably put like a bandage over it. You <laughs> All know? right. When you start to apply the bandage, you feel the eye put pressure like on the band, like like tries to push it away. Yeah. Well, I just push I'd, I'd push back. <laughs> I'd be like, you stay there. Hi. Uh <laughs> You know, I, uh, this is, this, I, I wouldn't, and at this point, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm flipping out, you know, when I, when I realized that, like, I was like, I thought something was up when you were juggling like large professional, like heavy duty chainsaws. And the fact that you showed up on the fire line and now with this eye, at this point, I'm now like, I'm realizing that like the way I see the world is probably not right mm-hmm. that I'm I'm starting to come to grips with the fact that whatever I whatever I thought I understood isn't isn't what it is uh that if there's people that can juggle chainsaws like that and have extra eyes under their skin on the back of their heads I'm starting to think like what else is going on yeah. and like right Right when you think what else is going on, uh, through the bandage, the eye on sort of like a long, flexible stock uh, breaks through the bandage. It comes out and it it sort of looks up at you and looks over at Daryl and looks back at you and then it screeches. It's like, we're fucking gone, bro. (laughs) Me and Daryl are running. 
Like Daryl is like was a really tough dude and a really good dude. And like I like to think of myself as is uh able to roll roll with stuff. But at that point we're just like we're done. Uh everybody come with us. Like we gotta get away from this guy. Like there's like there's like some alien stuff going on here. Yeah. Uh let it burn. <laughs> we're out. Let it burn. <laughs> Leave him Leave it, leave it for the fire. <laughs> we're done, man. I imagine we're probably on the radio. <laughs> we're on the radio telling them, we're like, man, there's this guy showed up and he was juggling chainsaws and like, there's something going on. There's like an eye out of the back of his head. Like, we don't know what to do. And then they're getting back to us on the radio. They're like, Wait, what? Did you just say I in the back of his head? Like, are you, is everything okay? Like, no, we gotta go. You know, like, <laughs> shit's hitting. The fan. Yeah, and they they're drinking and, nothing but warm water, so they're angry. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they might be overhead somewhere, so they they might be doing better, okay. You know? That's good. Uh but yeah, there it's uh, we're done with that. Uh, <laughs> Like, I mean, seeing the eye under the skin, like, was making me, like, question a lot and, like, what my place is. But then when it pops out on the stock and the screech, I'm done. Like, I don't, you know, that's like, what's his name in Die Hard or whatever, like, or what's the guy saying Lethal Weapon where, you know, at this point, like, I'm getting too old for this shit, Yeah, you know? And, uh, I'm... I'm 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 out, okay. man. I'm 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 running. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm walking over to where you're radioing people, and I'm holding the back of my head, and I'm like, "It's okay. It's okay. I got it back in. Nobody worry. It's back in. We can fight this fire. You don't. We don't have to give up on this." No, I'm I'm screaming at you. I'm like, "Get away from me. Leave me alone, Daryl." At this. point, Man, he might be having a hard time because, like, he's from the country and, like, it's just – that shit just doesn't fly out yeah, there. Yeah, ice stocks. You know, in, in Yakima or wherever he's from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like, man. Like, I – you know, he's like, I put up with a lot, but this eyes out of the back of the head thing. Yeah, the uh, – We've uh, – yeah, the the uh, the leader, the lead on this. He's a stupid guy, though. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. gonna make the wrong call in this situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how do you think that's gonna work out? What's the equivalent of jumping well, out of the helicopter? You know, we'd probably tell him. I'd probably tell him. I don't want to say his name. I'll say his name. I'll be like Ricky, <laughs> uh, which rhymes with his name, but it's not his name. Uh, I'd be like. Ricky, this guy, he's uh that we Daryl hit him with a rock and then an eye came out of the wound and was on a stock and it screeched at us and he just what? And then he'd flip out. He'd just be like, Well, we gotta uh I don't know what he'd do. He'd probably call the cops or something. <laughs> well, he'd I think like, we need to call him. What he what he's wanting to do is take a look at it. He wants to. He wants proof of this, so he's gonna go and and he's gonna yeah. take the bandage off and look at the back of my head. And I'm and I'm kind of like in the look of like that's nah, not a great idea. I'm like looking at you like you should. I don't know if we should be doing that. You know, at this point, if he did do that, I might take your side just because this guy was so stupid. <laughs> like it was just dangerous to have him around. Like. uh I might be like, okay, man, if you're okay, like, let's just go. Like, I'll go with you. I'll go with you, and we'll get out of here. And I'd be like, uh, Ricky, I'm going to walk him out, man. We got this. And I'll take uh, uh, me and Daryl. Ricky, Ricky. We'll take him. We'll get him out of here. We'll Ricky has a goal, here. though. He wants to see what's back there. Ricky pulls off the bandage, yeah. and he sees he sees the hole where the eye was. And he starts to reach in mm-hmm. to see if he could find the hole. And you, you see his hand go all the way into the back of my head. And you see now he's like <laughs> kind of up to his elbow. 
And he's like looking up at the sky, Jeez. thinking and reaching around. And I look, I'm like still making that same place. Like, I don't think this is a good idea. How are you doing? I'd just be like, Ricky, stop. Ricky, stop. And maybe I'd push him. Because, <laughs> I mean, I was already tired of him. And I'm pretty sure he wouldn't do anything. He was a real pushover. Like, uh, like. I'd probably flip out because, like, I like I don't know, man. I feel bad for you in that moment, you know. Yeah. Like you, you haven't done anything like mean. You, everything you've done has been like weird or stupid, <laughs> but not mean. I want, I want that to be you left know? as a review of this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you push Ricky. And that kind of gets because his head, his arm is all the way up in my brain. So that kind of gets us both yeah. off balance and I fall over. Yeah. I think, God damn it, Ricky, stop. And then I pushed him over and he was really short and really kind of round. He just looked like a natural like somersaulter and he would definitely like roll away. <laughs> natural like he'd probably do like a somersault. Well, what happens is. Yeah. And then Daryl would be like. Go ahead. Daryl would be like, fuck yeah, dude. That was sweet. I loved it when you pushed Ricky. Because Daryl wanted to push Ricky, too. Because nobody liked him, man. <laughs> he was dangerous. Like, that's the thing that's weird about this, is to be, like, stupid and, like, impulsive when you're doing stuff like this is dangerous, you know? Like, he, there was multiple times when he told me to do stuff, and I just didn't do it. Because I was like, I could get hurt or somebody else yeah. could get hurt. So yeah, we shove him. So we shove him. Yeah, we shove and him. And what happens is he does sort of fall forward. And forward in this context is further into my head. So he's sort of slurped up like spaghetti. Whoa, into the hole yes. in your head? And it, it sort of expands and allows him to come in. My head's very yeah. big for a second, very round. And then it sort of like digests and comes back down. And uh, now my eyes are glowing. My eyes are glowing sort of a bright, uh, like, uh, yeah, let's go fire truck red. And um, I'm sort of levitating (laughs) off the ground a little bit with the extra uh, Ricky energy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Are you saying anything to us or is this point? Are you just kind of like, I'm I wouldn't say I'm saying anything. I'm I'm more just like channeling all that Ricky energy, all that chaotic, stupid, and I'm just sort of like. Oh. So you've like taken Ricky into you and are now half Ricky. I would say I'm tw- tw- or n- no more than twenty five percent Ricky. Oh. Well, it really doesn't matter because we just run. Because that's, that's too much. Because, like, I don't know. I'd probably be running and I'd be thinking that I was glad that it was Ricky <laughs> that got eaten. <laughs> and that, like, I, I, I you know, because when you see something like that, that's just like everything I've ever seen in my life, I can kind of explain it by like either like some even some scientific shit that i don't understand like i know that somebody understands it you know or or i was just on a lot of drugs and me being sober and seeing something like that would would it would mess me up you know i wouldn't like at that point i i would run that's you know that's really fair i don't think yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to justify that for I'd look back. I'd look back and I don't know, I Daryl would probably run too. And me and Daryl, I miss Daryl. I'm gonna yeah. call him. Uh yeah, we'd be we'd be out. Okay, man. you're running. You're running back out uh, probably away from the fire. Yeah, we'd probably run out to the trucks. And it'd probably be the whole crew, because there was other people I liked on the crew, too. And even the rookies that we didn't like, like, we cared about them. Like, we cared about their safety. Yeah, and they they but also like, uh, are kind of done with what's happening here. Yeah. 
And even Ricky, and even Ricky, like he was dangerous and stupid and annoying, but like we didn't want him to get eaten by a head. Yeah. And so we, you know, but in the moment we wouldn't, I wouldn't really think about that. I just run. Okay. You make it back uh, to the trucks. And maybe though, maybe though, cause here's the thing about me back then is like, not to get too dark, but like, I went through some pretty hard stuff and at times I was, uh, I thought about harming myself at times and I always had this like fantasy about dying a hero. I used to get drunk and I'd wish that there was like a burning car that I could pull a family out of and then like jump in it. and shut Oh the God. Door. I thought you said like, not to get dark. <laughs> I know. No, it's not really that dark. I mean, it was like, it's kind of dark, but like, I didn't want to, I wanted to die a hero and I was almost willing to like bring about an emergency myself to die a hero. Uh, but I didn't, you know, but maybe at that point while we were running, like maybe I would, maybe, maybe I would have been like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to wait here and fight whatever it is. Cause then either I'll live and I'll be a hero or maybe I'll die and I'll be a hero. Okay. And I, I, I think there's a good chance I would have made that. Yeah. Call. So you're running and you're running with Daryl and then you realize this is your chance. You could really do something here. Mm-hmm. And you turn around and you yeah. see me sort of floating towards you. Eyes all crazy. Three or four uh, eye stalks coming out of the, my, the back of my head and sort of like moving like Medusa's snakes. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and you're like, you're, you're going to fight me. Yeah. All right. I punch you. I punch you in the face. Yeah. Daryl would probably stay with me too, because Daryl was yeah, my loyal, dog. loyal like, guy. He, would, he like. Yeah. Yeah. Would. I give you a little punch across the face, the, a little warning punch. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, before you got that close, I don't know. Like, I could see you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You punch yeah. me. Like, how hard do you punch me though? I don't remember. So I would. It would be about like um. It would be if ranked in the top ten punches, you you felt punched. It would be maybe it might not be in the top ten, honestly. <laughs> oh, oh, because I've been punched like really, really hard. Yeah, probably. I don't know how many times. <laughs> Like basically, like I used to go to jail a lot, and I did a lot. I smoked a lot of meth back in the day, so I had a shit was really wild for a long time. So I got a lot of yeah. So honestly, probably uh, not in the top like fifty even. (laughs) Oh well, then it'd just be like, what the hell? Like why? Like why am I running from this thing? I'm like the only thing I'd be worried about is the back of your head and the. Like what happened with uh, Ricky? Oh man, I almost said his real name. <laughs> yeah, it's something we could never figure <laughs> out with the clues you've given us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know something about like I don't. I don't even know if dude's still around really. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I, so I punched you. Uh, if you punch me, I mean. Yeah, I guess me and Daryl would probably punch you back, you know? Like, we're here to fight, man. We're not, like, we're trying to give those guys some time. And also, I just, we're angry, man. We're tired of everything. So how hard are you punching? I'm not just punching you. I'm punch hard, man. Like, I'm 300 pounds, man. I'm I'm a big dude. I'm, like, 6'5", 300 pounds. Daryl... Daryl's on. Actually, I don't want to talk about that because he might. Okay. Uh, Daryl was on some wild stuff. Daryl uh, Daryl works out a lot, and Daryl might even hit. I mean, he might not hit as hard as I am, but he can do like two punches in the time it takes me to do one and a half. So, like, I mean, if we're gonna hit you, like, we're gonna hit you hard. Okay. You know, and at a certain point, too, I imagine like that, that I'm going to I'm not really good at boxing or anything, but I'm a real good wrestler. I'd probably grab you and like try to, you know, I'd probably try to just squeeze the shit oh, out of no. you, you know. So, OK. Yeah. You get one punch in. You, you hit me hard. I am. I'm clearly I'm like I'm uh, knocked out on my feet. Daryl comes in with the one, two. And that's just that's just bonus at this yeah. point. And now you're squeezing me. 
and yeah. you're squeezing me yeah. and uh, I'm already knocked out and you're squeezing me and the sort of stock eyes are coming out of the back of my head like cheese whiz. They're just like it's high powered now. <laughs> and once the squeeze is over, yeah. I am just a toothpaste tube that's out of toothpaste. I'm just I am I like yeah. an empty balloon, basically. Yeah. All right. You did it. And I mean, yeah, and I, I'm just I'm just going to lay you down on the ground like a like like a wet comforter. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be like Daryl, like, let's go, <laughs> man. This is crazy, man. Like this dude. Yeah. And yeah. And I don't know. I bet me and Daryl would just, I don't know, man. It's weird when you're in like stressful situations with the same person over and over again. And like also me and Daryl like drank a lot together. And like, uh, we were just really close, man. Like we, we had each other's backs. And at that point, I would imagine that I'd probably look Daryl in the eyes and he'd look me in the eyes and we'd be like, we did all right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you RIP RIP. Yeah, you 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 did all right. And and uh Daryl's on board. He wants to get out of here. He's saying, you know, maybe after this you guys can go magnet fishing. And then Yeah, and that's boom, good. we are out of the memory. <laughs> that is the end of the Splunk. <laughs> how how you doing, Sam? That was that was really fun. That was an interesting memory. Oh, I'm fine, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Parts of it, like that part where the minute there's that extra eye uh, is kind of a weird spot because, like, that's the, you know, that's the part in the movies, like War of the Worlds or whatever, the stupid Tom Cruise version, yeah. you know, where, like, he really doesn't want to think that like that's real or whatever, whatever, you know? Uh, and honestly, like when you bring that up, like, I was like, I don't know how I would respond to that because it's like, uh, cause now it's gone into like this supernatural yeah. realm of, of, I think you, know? you nailed it. So it's hard to gauge, but yeah, I, would I think you nailed it. I think yeah. you, you, you are going to get distance between you and the monster, and then if it looks like you could maybe be go out yeah. in a blaze of glory, you turn <laughs> on that thing and you punch it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But it's weird because it's not out of like the punching. The me turning around to fight you is not based in like honor or selflessness. It's based in like depression. <laughs> <laughs> that like I just don't at that point in my life I just did not care about myself so much that I was like yeah I should be the one because <laughs> wow uh, I can't stop drinking and smoking meth out of life I think <laughs> I think you did you 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 did a really realistic response to the situation and I gotta commend you that was Thanks. that was a great spelunk uh, I you. also I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I hope, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is way better than I thought it was. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. People ask me to do a lot of stuff, and this was actually really enjoyable. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything so. you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you know what's cool? Uh, right now, every if folks like Facebook or whatever, and I know nobody likes it, but you do it anyway. Uh, I uh, Every Saturday at 8 p.m. during the pandemic, I'm writing, I'm writing a hundred new jokes every week and I read them. I tell them to my mom and to my wife, uh, downstairs at my house and they react. And then we we raise money for interfaith works, which is a, uh, they, they run the, the homeless shelter here in Olympia. So we're, we're raised money last money. Last week we raised $1,200. It was awesome. And, uh, I'm going to do that again. Every week, I'm writing a hundred jokes and telling them Saturday at eight. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, everybody, make sure to check that out. Yeah, it's great. Um, and again, I thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, you can just go to my just go to my Facebook page. Yeah, just go to Sam Miller. Uh, you'll see it, and yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah, I, I'll I'll make sure to check that out myself. Uh, you can you can head off now. I'm just gonna do my plugs and sort of close up the show. You can stick cool. around, but like it'll just be me talking about my Twitter. Um. I'm out. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Ryan. I had a really good time. <laughs> Thank you, too. Goodbye. All right. So that's been Memory Spelunking today. Uh, and I thank you for everything. I'm on Twitter at Kadihi Ryan. I'm on Instagram at Ryan Got Some Weed. I am on Patreon.com slash Dr. Comos. That's uh, if you want to give some money to support the show. Uh, kind of feel like you. I'm I'm just going to go like Sam's thing. Why don't you just give money to Sam this time? That sounded like a better cause than my Patreon. <laughs> All right, and uh, and that's it for today. Uh, uh, I'll be back with a how it could have gone tomorrow. Um, I don't think I have any more memory spelunks this week. So those social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, you can schedule a spelunk if you'd like to do a spelunk of your own. I'm always looking for more guests. Um, uh, yeah, th- this was a good one. This was a good one. I'm going to just do my outro and get on out of here. No re- reason to ruin it at the end. <laughs> So here, here we go. So I've been Ryan Cuddy. Well, no, I did the. I ruined it. I ruined it at the end. That's not the right outro. That's the outro for the different show. This has been Memory Spelunking with Ryan Cuddyhe. With Ryan along for the ride, your memory ain't what it used to be. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, okay.